Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Blatt's Beer is on the air. Blatt's Beer is everywhere. Blatt's, Milwaukee's finest beer, brings you transcribed Duffy's Tavern, starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. (laughs) Friends, good taste isn't a matter of geography. A good, juicy steak is appreciated just as much in Los Angeles as it is in New York or Milwaukee. And the same goes for good beer. Take Blatt's, for example. There's nothing unusual about the good taste of the people who have made Blatt's the largest selling beer in Milwaukee, premium beer capital of the nation. They're the same kind of particular people who have made Blatt's the largest selling Milwaukee beer in scores of other cities in 48 states and 29 foreign countries. Yes, from B to Z, from best to zest, the bywords Blatt's, B-L-A-T-Z, from coast to coast, Milwaukee's finest beer. Hello, Duffy's Tavern, where do you eat meat to eat and drink Blatt's beer? Archie, your man just speaking, Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. Uh, business? Well, we had one customer yesterday and one customer today. Huh? The same one? Duffy, our customers should live that long. <laughs> well, you know, all business has its ups and downs. This just happens to be a big day in our downs. <clears throat> uh, well, tonight, uh, we got Barry Nelson, the Hollywood cinema star, coming down. Very handsome guy, Duffy. Huh? What's he got that you ain't got? <laughs> well, uh, hair, <laughs> looks, personality, and a neck. <laughs> also, the dames go for the cleft in his chin. <clears throat> you got three clefts in your chin? <laughs> Duffy, when they run sideways, they ain't clefts. <laughs> Well, look, why don't you come down tonight? We're starting a sidewalk cafe with the chairs and the tables out in the sidewalk. Yeah, we're moving the inside out and calling it the outside in. (laughs) You don't like it? Well, don't blame me, Duffy. It was our landlord's idea. (laughs) Well, why don't you pay the rent? I know it's revolutionary. (laughs) Duffy, I agree it's against our policy. But stop, huh? Stop arguing, I'm fired. Hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's the trouble, Mr. Archie? Ah, it's that duppy again. Why I work here, I'll never know. Especially the way this job is affecting me social life. How do you mean? Well, take my girlfriend. She's ashamed of me. Hmm? For years, she's been urging me to quit tenant by her. She says it just ain't respectable. Well, which girlfriend? Peaches Latour, the fan dancer. <laughs> She's so embarrassed about me job here, she introduces me to her friends as Archie, the unemployed chicken plucker. <laughs> <laughs> Is 
So I've been thinking it over, Eddie. Uh, how long can a guy be a failure? How old are you? <laughs> I've had enough of this. I've decided I'm uh, really the executive type, so I'm going to quit. Say, Archie. Yeah, Miss Duffy, and this time I mean it. But, Mr. Archie, what other kind of a job could you get? I can handle other jobs, Eddie, with the experience I've garnished work in this place. Such as? Well, me experience shaking out tablecloths. <clears throat> that could easily lead to a career as a bullfighter. <laughs> and you have other talents in that direction, too. <laughs> Look, Miss Duffy, the point I'm making is that one of these days I'll be an executive and have my own business. What do you know about being an executive? What's it to know? An executive is a man who has to be very pompous and dignified and usually very stiff. <laughs> uh, he has to be uh, culpable of making quick decisions, like whether to take uh, two or three hours for lunch, <laughs> whether to order one or two bottles of Blatt's beer. I see. Uh, among other things, he has to figure which secretary he has to chase around the desk. <laughs> And uh, before so doing, whether to swivel his chair clockwise or counterclockwise. Mr. Archie. Yeah, Eddie? You'd better hide the case register quick. Here comes that crooked pal of yours, Slippery McGuire. That crook has the nerve to come back here? Well, well, Archie, pal of my cradle days. Well, well, Slippery McGuire, the guy that swiped me cradle. <laughs> well, Archie, admit it. At least I was the first guy to put you on your feet. <laughs> but you didn't have to steal the safety pins and leave me holding the bag. <laughs> now, look here, Raj. What do you got against me? What about that airplane you rooked me for? That helium copter? And the time before that, when you sold me that phony perpetual motion machine. You mean the perpetual motion machine didn't work? It did not. Did you wind it every hour like I told you? <laughs> well, no. And why not? I don't know. I guess I just forgot it slipped. Arch, that proves you're a born executive. No mind for details. <laughs> Funny thing you should mention to me being an executive. I've just been saying the same thing myself. Well, it looks like I've timed it right, too. Yeah, huh? Arch. Say that again. Yeah, huh? What a voice. What a voice. Funny it never dawned on me. No, huh? What a sensational voice for radio. <laughs> yeah, huh? What a voice. What resonance. What authority. Arch, did you ever think of becoming a disc jockey? Well, I was thinking more of becoming an executive. Oh, uh, well, in that case, how would you like to be the first disc jockey to own his own radio station? Slip. Where would I get a radio station? Radio station? Arch, what a small world we live in. Guess what I got outside in me truck. <laughs> no. Yeah. But no, I could never let you have that magnificent equipment. Well, Slip, why not? A very convincing argument, Arch. <laughs> so I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you a break. You can have it. And at retail. How much? Fifty bucks. Can you shave it a little? How much? 
Eighteen bucks? <laughs> Not in a million years. That's all I got, Slip. Hey, on second thought, in a million years, that equipment might be obsolete. <laughs> it's yours for eighteen bucks, pal. I'll go out to the truck and bring it in. Uh, radio business, I gotta figure out some theme songs for the sponsors. Uh, now, let's see, for Schimmelbacher the Baker, we could sing uh, Shortening Bread. For Johnson's Pet Shop, uh, Trees. Let's see, for Cavendish the Undertaker, let's see. How about two minutes of dead air? We ain't gonna have no dead air, Eddie. This is gonna be a high-class broadcast station, and we're gonna advertise quality products. Like what? Well, like Platt's beer. Uh, listen to this commercial I just wrote. Uh, folks, when you want something delicious and refreshing, have a Blatt's beer. Thank you, Archie, me boy. I don't mind if I do. <laughs> See the value of advertising? <laughs> Serve Officer Clancy a Blatt's beer, Eddie. Oh, thank you, Archie. Boy, am I glad to be off duty. I've been walking that beat all day. Huh? Tough on the dogs, huh? Archie, I'm telling you, at night when I get home and pull off me shoes, it takes me feet ten minutes to stop spreading. <laughs> hey, Archie, what's that you got there? It's a radio commercial I wrote for Blatt's beer. Radio commercial, is it? But how does it go? Well, first I say Blatt's is a wonderful beer. It not only has a wonderful flavor, but in sales, it outstrips. Hold on, Archie, just a minute. What's wrong? You can't say that word on the air. What word? Outstrips. Well, then we put it different. We say Blatt's is the largest selling beer in Milwaukee. Hold on, Archie. What's wrong now? That word, Milwaukee. What's wrong with Milwaukee? Archie, it's obvious. What do you think of when you hear walkie? Walkie, uh, legs. See what I mean? <laughs> you can't say that on the air. Well, suppose I say Blatt's is the largest selling bear in a certain city in Wisconsin. Archie, that's the worst one yet. Wisconsin? Yeah. What are the last three letters in Wisconsin? <laughs> I see what you mean. <clears throat> but, Clancy, that had ruined the commercial. All that leaves me is just uh, Blatt's beer. Well, that's good enough for me. So long, Archie. <laughs> well, I guess you're right, sir. And Eddie, you know he's right. That's good enough for anybody. Uh, well, it uh, looks like I'm all set for my own network. Now, which sounds better, uh, Eddie? Uh... Niles Archie or uh, Archie Paley. Hey, Arch, here's your new broadcasting station. Ain't it a beaut? Broadcasting? Slip that little box thing. What do you want for 18 bucks, page boys? I know, Slip. Look, Arch, a man with your scientific mind knows that size means nothing if the transmitter has a built-in oscillating thermostat with a hydromatic turbine. <laughs> Well, that's true. Uh, by the way, has it got the uh, killer cycles? A very shrewd question. <laughs> and the answer is no. <laughs> the stations with the killer cycles work on AC or DC. What does this work on? 
Kerosene. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you knew. Uh, well, here's the 18 bucks, Slip. Thanks, Arch. Well, so long, Kit. So long. Wait a minute, Eddie. Hmm? Look over there. Where? There, that guy that just come in. I think it's Barry Nelson. Yeah? What makes you think so? I don't know. It's something in his manner, the way he walks, the way he acts, the way his necktie lights up and says, Barry Nelson stars <laughs> stage, screen, and radio. Hello, Archie. Hello, Barry. Welcome to the tavern, kid. How come you've never been down here before? Well, it's just one of those things. <laughs> what do you mean, what things? Those things. There, there goes one now. <laughs> Quick, Eddie, the DDT. It ain't here. What happened to it? Those things ate it up. <laughs> well, uh, Barry, now that you've seen the place, I guess it reminds you of them swanky eating places in Hollywood, huh? Yeah, well, now that you mention it, the tavern does remind me of the inside of the Brown Derby. <laughs> inside of the Derby? Yeah, the sweat van. That <laughs> <laughs> old Hollywood humor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been reading about your new movie, Barry. Uh, what's the name of it again? Uh... The Man with My Face. Oh, yeah, that's right. Did for drink? No, thanks. Oh, then would you uh, like to meet some of the gang here? Oh, who's first? Let's see. Eeny, meeny, miny... The Yorch! Schmo. <laughs> Say, uh, Arch, tell me, that drink you offered me, did I have it? <laughs> no. Oh, well, I need it now. Hey, <laughs> Arch, this guy's face looks familiar. Well, it should, Finnegan. He's a movie actor. That's right, Arch. I know him all right, but I just can't think of his name. Well, I'll give you a hint. It's a combination of the names of uh, uh, Barry Fitzgerald and Nelson Eddy. Barry Fitzgerald and Nelson Eddy. Oh, gosh, well, well, Eddy Fitzgerald! Then <laughs> again, it's Barry Nelson. Oh, oh, are, are you the man with my face? I hope not. <laughs> So, uh, you know me from pictures. Oh, yeah. Uh, ever since I seen you on the screen, I've been dying to meet you. I see you made it. <laughs> By the way, which of my pictures did you see? Oh, all of them. Guy named Joe, a yank on the Burma Road, wing victory. I sneaked into every one of them. <laughs> you sneaked into the movie spinning it. Don't you know that crime don't pay? So what? Neither do I. <laughs> Well, how'd you manage to sneak in, Finnegan? Oh, I managed to sneak in? Well, it's a bit of a trade secret, Barry, but I guess I can tell you me method is a beauty. Well, uh, how does it work? Well, I saunter up to the doorman, very nonchalantly, of course, and I, I kick him in the chin. Then what? Well, if luck is with me, he punches me in the nose and knocks me flat. Well, how does that get you inside? Barry, a high-class theater ain't gonna leave something like me laying around in the lobby. <laughs> you get a punch in the... I mean, no wonder your face looks like a double feature. 
<laughs> you know, Barry, <laughs> when a mind like Finnegan has, ain't there some job in Hollywood that he'd be fitted for? Yeah, but they got enough producers out there already. <laughs> I see what you mean. Uh, look, will you beat it, Finnegan? Okay, but where'll I go? Join the human race. <laughs> it went that away. <laughs> uh, say, Archie, uh, introduce me to Barry Nelson. Uh, oh, okay, uh, Barry Nelson, the man with my face, uh, meet Miss Duffy, <laughs> who's stuck with hers. <laughs> How do you do? I'm happy to meet you. Oh, pleasure is mutual, I'm sure. Gee, you're cute. <laughs> Thank you. And you have such a manly face. Thank you. I, may I say the same for you? <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Nelson. Uh, uh, Mr. Nelson, uh-huh. I have a problem. Just, uh, just one? I've been trying to get a job in Hollywood. Do you suppose you could help me? Well, I don't know. Uh, what what uh, could you do? Act. Just, just listen to this. Peter. Peter, give me that letter. Do you hear, Peter? We're through, Peter. Do you hear? Washed up. Do you hear? Finished. Do you hear? Well, do you hear? Looks like Peter ain't got his hearing aid tonight. Miss Duffy, where did you learn to act like that? I paid $100 for a course in acting, and already I've been taken for Betty Davis. You've also been taken for $100. Look, Miss Duffy, you're excused, please. All right. Good night, Barry. Goodbye, Miss Duffy. Skylar 45098. Well... Thank goodness that's over, but I'm glad you're here tonight, Barry. You know, i just become the proud owner of a new broadcasting station. Well, that's wonderful, Arch. Where's it located? You're leaning on it. <laughs> and guess what? I'm going to be a disc jockey, and I'm going to be different, Barry. Not like the rest of them disc jockeys. What are you going to do, ride at side saddle? <laughs> Now, quiet, everybody. We're about to go on the air with the new radio station. Eddie, as soon as you hear the time signal, start the opening announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, this station operates on an infrequency of kilocycles with more power to the authority of watts than is authorized by the FCC. (laughs) That makes it sound official. And here he is, your favorite disc jockey, Peter Piper himself, Archie. Thank you, Don. <clears throat> Good evening, ladies and gents. This is your friendly friend, Archie, the disc jockey. Before we start this mighty fine little old radio program, a word from one of our sponsors. As you know, this program is sponsored by Third Avenue's leading merchants. So, to lovers of good music and pumpernickel... <laughs> We suggest Ludwig Schimmelbacher's Bakery. Ludwig Schimmelbacher, the baker, 
Remember the spelling. (laughs) B-A-K-E-R. And for a real goodie, try one of Schimmelbacher's homemade pies. Yum, yum, yum. (laughs) So the next time you're thinking of eating pies, remember... L-S-M-F-H. 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 Ludwig Schimmelmacher makes fine huckleberry. (laughs) So don't say bread, say Schimmelbacher. And now, folks, I would like you to meet our guest star tonight. None other than our guest star. (laughs) Mr. Barry Nelson. Hello, Barry. Hello, Archie. And now a word from one of our sponsors. (laughs) Folks... Do you feel tired, sluggish, run down? Then here's a friendly suggestion. See Cavendish, the undertaker. (laughs) Try Cavendish's new layaway plan. (laughs) And folks, don't envy Cavendish a customer. Be one. (laughs) Remember, Cavendish coffins are spot-welded. No metal can touch you. Uh, don't forget, folks. Save the box top. And now back to our guest star. Uh, 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 tell me, Barry, what was you saying again? Uh, well, uh, the name of the picture is The Man With My Face. Thank and I... you, Barry. And now, a word from one of our sponsors, Third Avenue's famous voice and piano teacher, Yasha Panyaslavnik. Here is one of Yasha Panyaslavnik's star pupils, Miss Duffy, who will render us with a song. If you please, Miss Duffy. <clears throat> not a, a thought, not a care, with a heart, never dare I am free as the sea. Like the lark, who at dawn, it's a dark, it's a god, do I see fairly? With a laugh and a dance, my delight to a trance, but I do. Slavnik can do the same thing to your voice. <laughs> and now, back to our guest star, uh, Barry Nelson. Well, the man with my face is a picture of one of those guys... Uh, just do a second, to... Barry. Uh... <laughs> Not another word from the sponsor. I uh, forgot one of the main features. The poet's corner. The, po- the poet's corner? Yes, sir. Maestro, some soft music, please. Folks... 
As we wend our way down life's beaten path, tis whence that cometh through the twilight. I hark me to the merry voice of the lark as it twits and twills at eventide and says, quote, Be brave, O sailor lad, be brave. Signed, Nick Kenny. <laughs> yes, sir, Barry, it's great to have you in the studio. Uh, go ahead, Barry, take over. Well, my new picture... Archie, I want to talk to you. Oh, hello, Mr. Clancy. Archie, what's going on here? Nothing. I'm a disc jockey. I got my own broadcasting station. Have you got a license? A license? Oh, no, I ain't, frankly. I... Then it's either $5,000 fine or five years in jail. Why didn't you tell me about this license, McGuire? Just a second, officer. I defy you to prove that this is a real broadcasting station. Slip, you mean to tell me you sold me a phony broadcasting company? You dirty crook. Of course it's a phony. Ah, it's you're an old pal of mine. Do you think I'd place you in a spot where you could be put in jail for five years? Do you? Well... Now apologize for calling me a crook. Well, I'm sorry, Slip. <laughs> Does that answer your question, Clancy? We wasn't even on the air. Archie, you're smarter than I thought you were. <laughs> well, Archie, maybe it's just as well we weren't on the air. Why, Barry? People might have been listening. <laughs> Good night, Archie. Good night, Barry, and I hope your new picture, The Man With My Face, is a big success. Let's see now. For that broadcasting station, maybe I should have hired a name orchestra and a singer, maybe a comedy theme. What are you doing, Mr. Archie? Trying to figure out why my radio program was a flop. A flop? You wasn't even on the air. Don't bother me with technicalities. Yeah, what we need is comedy. You know, that's something to make people laugh, like Jack Benny. Uh, Jack Benny? (laughs) That guy never made me laugh. Well, you ain't got no sense of humor. It goes deeper than that, Arch. I ain't got a radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want to do with a radio program anyway, Archie? Well, a radio program, I could tell people about things that's important, like Blatt's beer. Oh, that's silly. What do you mean, silly? Because everybody knows about Blatt's beer. Yeah. I'm sure, Blatt's... Arch, everybody knows that Blatt's is Milwaukee's finest beer. Well, that's right, but... Uh... That's right, Mr. Archie. Everybody knows that Blatt's is the largest selling beer in Milwaukee. Well, yeah, but... And uh... all through Wisconsin, too. Yeah, but... So what do you want to tell people about Blatt's beer for? That's a good question, Miss Duffy. One I'd like to answer, if I may. You see, Miss Duffy, one of the things that makes America great is its freedom of choice. We're all familiar with the four freedoms, but few of us ever think of that other great freedom, the fifth freedom. Freedom of choice. That, Miss Duffy, is the freedom that permits you and Archie and me and every other American to buy the product, the brand of beer or butter or baked beans you want to buy, instead of the brand some dictator dooms you to buy. We have to keep on telling people about Blatt's beer, Miss Duffy, just because that freedom of choice exists. It's that freedom, folks, that permits different brands of beer to be brewed in America today. It's that freedom, friends, that forces Blatt's to compete constantly for your favor by making sure that the quality and good taste that makes Blatt's Milwaukee's finest beer is maintained. 
That's why we have to keep on telling you that Blatz, B-L-A-T-Z, is Milwaukee's and America's finest beer. And I ought to know It's the same old story Wherever you go This is the tune you will always hear That's his Milwaukee's finest beer When the occasion calls for wine The wine to choose is Cresta Blanca A distinguished choice for your own enjoyment A generous gift to compliment a friend the wine to choose is Cresta Blanca. C-R-E-S-T-A? B-L-A-N-C-A. Cresta? Blanca. Cresta Blanca. Cresta Blanca Wine Company, Livermore, California. Since 1889, the distinguished choice in wines. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. <laughs> 